Mingled Mental is the podcast for candid and relatable discussions on mental health from a different perspective. That is the peer perspective. Thousands of men die each year from the silence, and we're trying to break that. Even though our goal is to have men opening up, everyone is welcome to listen and learn a thing or two. So let's end the silence, break the stigma, and normalize mental health. Hey, Hassan, how's it going, man? Good, Pat. Good. It's good to talk to you. We missed each other last week. I know. We texted each other, but it, it seems like it's been a while. We, we had those, uh, not official, but yeah, somewhat official chat. I felt empty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I missed you too, buddy. And I felt far away from you. Oh, man. just felt like I wanted to go and see you in the hospital and, and you know, take you in my arms. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, hold me, Pat. <laughs> What's going on, man? What happened? I, uh, actually, I was showing symptoms of a uh, really high blood pressure and blood sugar and i went in with levels of blood sugar it was 850 i don't know the levels but you're supposed to be at about like 80 to 150 normal levels i was at like 850 plus so my blood sugar was way too high i was showing symptoms of like fatigue and dizziness and i was going to the bathroom a lot and just being so thirsty and it turns out i actually i have diabetes now wow it's been taking some adjusting. It's been taking like some time to get used to it. But to be honest with you, I think this is a blessing in disguise because I'm purposeful about what I'm putting into my body now for the first time in my life. Yeah. And I'm paying attention about how I'm feeling and a little bit of exercise. And it's only been two weeks, but I feel like I have almost have like a chance really now to beat diabetes. A lot of people have it. It's a lifelong thing. Uh, it's manageable. So I'm actually really looking forward to getting used to the days as they go by and as it gets a little bit easier but if you could have visited in the hospital that would have been so good because i felt kind of lonely in there i was there in the icu for four days wow four days and then in the regular hospital for three days wow. that must be so surprising too like it's something you didn't suspect i guess i had no idea to be honest with you and i i didn't find out until i was in the hospital that i have history on my grandmother's side both sides that have diabetes i just found out it's like too late mom thanks like for the heads up you <laughs> no. know but it's okay but i, I really think that uh, at first I was shocked honestly and I was kind of like really shook and upset and hurt the more I look at it like I'm drinking zero sugar ginger ale right now and it's just like it's slightly worse than ginger ale <laughs> but it's, it's not that bad and so I'm just like watching like my sugars and stuff and watching what I eat and I feel better I'm I, I'm also I'm I cut out energy drinks from my diet it's awesome. been two weeks without any energy drinks and I was drinking three energy drinks a day for five years wow so how did you feel uh, afterwards like a withdrawal almost I felt like I was detoxing and like uh, luckily I was in the hospital with IVs because I, I would have been struggling if I was at home wow. but uh, it's been you know I made it all of last week without a single energy drink and I've switched to coffee mm -hmm. and I actually just got a coffee pot in today. Coffee is more natural it still has caffeine. You think you're gonna drink a lot and then reduce or you'll be able to reduce from the get-go? I think I'm gonna just reduce from the get-go. I just need, I still think I need caffeine to get going though. Yeah. I still need something. I feel really tired. I have to work so I, I need some sort of energy and I, I've been trying to eat better but I still think I need caffeine to be honest with you I don't want to cut it out completely but I want to manage it I don't want to be drinking three energy drinks a day and all the sugar and all that you know yeah I have a lot of support my friends and family are with me and um, I'm talking about it and I actually joined a diabetes 
support group online. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So how did you find those through the hospital? A friend of mine sent it to me, actually. She she went to the American Diabetes Association website and there was a, it was, it's called Beyond Type 2. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's the support group, I guess. And I just requested to join it. I'm waiting to hear back. I'm pretty sure I qualify. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about diabetes because I worked in that field. I'm familiar with uh, Beyond Type 2. So do you get a visit or follow up? Yeah, actually, um, I, I had a follow up um, last week with the diabetes educator. Okay. I have a visit with the endocardiologist next week. Yeah. Endocardiologist? I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to say that word. Endocardiologist? Or just endo. Endo. <laughs> 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 I've got a meeting with endo next week. And then I had a diabetes educator. Uh, they taught me how to put in my insulin. They taught me about like they brought in a nutritionist. And they told me like what to eat and what not to eat. And a lot of things aren't really restricted. I can eat whatever I want. I just have to watch my portions. Okay. And you're already uh, cooking uh, family recipes. And from what you told me, you were already starting to watch what you eat a little bit better. And uh, mm -hmm. you wanted to start exercising. That was in your mind even before that surprise, I guess. I was starting to eat a little bit better. And I was starting to cook more for myself at home instead of ordering takeout all the time. Yep. And uh, I was cooking with my brothers and my roommates. I feel like diabetes is just kind of like the thing that like is making me get into gear. Like it's, I was already on the right track, but like, well, clearly not the best track if I got diabetes, but I mean, like I was already on like, a better track and I feel like this is just making me more mindful. The past week's been a uh, more rock and roll, gone through at least the, the first phase of it, right? Definitely, definitely. And I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit more like myself. My energy levels are starting to balance off a little bit, yeah. um, but I'm starting to feel a lot better. I, I was, I remember talking to you and I was just exhausted last time we spoke. Like I, I couldn't even get like words together. I was just so tired. So I feel so much better than that. So thank God. I can imagine how overwhelming it was. How did that affect or does that interfere with your mental health in general with some other challenges you have or other things you're dealing with? I was thinking about that today. It's funny that you asked that question because I was wondering like, has my mental health taken a back seat now that I got this actual physical diagnosis? I've been wondering this, like, have I still been want, like paying attention to myself? Have I still been like feeling at peace and calm and like grateful and, and okay? Yeah. But I, I feel like I've been focused so much on the physical stuff that I kind of forgot about the mental health stuff, but I need to keep that on the forefront because if that starts to slip then i'll decline physically again it's like kind of they go hand in hand for me yeah. so i have to keep in mind the mental health stuff i still have to take like medication twice a day i still have to on top of all the insulin and all that i have to remind myself not to slip and not to forget these things right you touch a great point i find that you know being aware is great we have our own challenge and we both work in mental health as peer specialists but um getting those breaks from it sometimes to me it feels so good like just the weekend vacation or sometimes it's just a day like I have that kind of mental health overload or overdose I call it but it's just like I just need a break not just from the work but especially for myself like I feel I'm watching myself all the time and don't get me wrong like mindfulness awareness saved my life I keep running for it and promoting mindfulness and awareness but at some points I feel it's uh, I'm always checking myself you know mm -hmm. like okay how am I dealing with those emotions analyzing and everything and sometimes I'm like wow it's just good to just live being alive and stop watching myself like you said if something else happened in my life it kind of uh, deviates the the focus on something else that's all good to me it's not a bad thing because i kind of defocus it takes my mind elsewhere or if i help other people it takes my mind off myself not for a long time but 
it seems healthy at some point. I don't know. What's your take on that? For me, it made me think about myself in a different way. You're right. I didn't have to have that constant vigilance of am I okay? Where am I at? It made me think of myself still. Yes, it was a completely new way, it was, but it was still about myself, you know, still thinking of myself, but it wasn't mental health. It was more, like I said, physical. And I've never had to really focus on myself physically before. I'm not, I look like a potato. I've let myself <laughs> go completely. So maybe two weeks ago, I didn't care, you know, or a couple, maybe a month ago, like I started cooking for myself. I've I always cared about the mental health stuff, but it put that in the backseat a little bit. Not that I didn't care about my mental health, but I, I had something else to focus on. I guess I really hadn't thought about it until today. So it, it was a good thing for me, I think. It was like a little break, you know, a break for myself. Yeah, which is great. I feel less alone. <laughs> I, I feel totally validated here. <laughs> I guess it's a balance to me. Like it's okay. And sometimes it seems like the balance is not right. So I need these breaks. And I, I thought about it. Maybe I, I can just change my perception of that. So instead of using words like I'm watching myself, I try to use other language, uh, like just I'm just being aware. And anyway, as you know, with awareness, the good thing is that you don't have anything to do with it. So that's the beauty of it. And I like that for <laughs> if you're a bit lazy sometimes and like, oh, I noticed that, but... I don't have to act on no, it, it so whatever whatever it is it is so it's, you're still aware hey, yeah that's a big part aware. of it like I've done my work man I'm aware <laughs> so what the hell I'm just gonna leave it there and not focus on it cool man that's good I'm glad that you're doing better and uh, I know it's still adjustments but um, you're out of the hospital and being taken care of yeah that's great thank you I appreciate you asking about it and, and how have you been man yeah it's been busy uh, renovations and then see my family and friends in my hometown in Quebec City I'm super excited uh, I've been seen them since the beginning of the pandemic oh man it's been that long yeah and also working on the podcast oh yes the switching jobs also, yeah. <laughs> that's why i feel so overwhelmed i'm excited about it but i was also a bit anxious of going back full-time with one job and keep like the podcast we're doing and some other advocacy work at the same time which are close to my heart oh yeah yeah but i, I said i'll give it a try and see how it goes and uh, so far so good it's been busy but it's been good good man good i'm, I'm i really wish you the best in that and i I'm, i'm glad you found something that's welcoming that you fit in with it and i hope this next phase really goes well for you yeah thanks i'm excited to go back to uh, peer work oh it's a peer position yeah it's a program director so they have a transition program where they provide peer support to folks that are transitioning from the hospital psychiatric units back to their living environment to their community oh wow yeah it's a beautiful program so they they match for six months the person with a peer so I'll be overseeing a group of peers working in the field. I'm both excited about the role, but also um, going back fully uh, into the peer support world. Yeah, yeah, it's where you shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about that. So new chapter, we'll see where it leads me. That's amazing. Yeah, maybe running some of the alternatives to suicide groups uh, that I'm advocating for in the county. I know you've done the training too. Yep, and I'm working on starting uh, alternatives to suicide in Massachusetts and in Boston. Oh, that's cool, man. I didn't know you are looking at starting a group that's awesome i'm working on starting that but we're running into some roadblocks oh absolutely yeah a lot of people that my company's worried about liability and stuff like that we're trying to tell them that there's no liability i know the same thing the, the organization i was talking to they're more clinical but they know about peer support the peer values the recovery model but they're also on the clinical side as well they're like send us if you have evidence or if there's studies or anything mm -hmm. they're supportive but 
they have to sell it internally. I also tried to get a suicide attempt survivors group in parallel to that. This is non-existing except maybe a couple of Facebook meetups, etc. But nothing really ran by an organization. Mm-hmm. I found like very few. There's one in Massachusetts. I, I joined yeah, Merrimack Valley. I think they're in Andover or something like that. Okay. It was super well done. So I hope I can kind of replicate that. But that's another hard sell as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this stuff. But it's so necessary. It is. Yeah. What's coming up for you? Coming up for me? Honestly, my big plans are just to stay on top of my health, my all around wellness. I want to pay attention to how I'm feeling, continue to recover. I forgot to mention that yesterday I hit my six year mark without any heroin or cocaine. Wow. That's amazing. It was a big day for me. There's been a lot of times in the past two years, especially where I've wanted to use or get high or relapse. I didn't want to ruin the progress I've made. And I just keep going one day at a time. Never felt better in my life, honestly. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, it feels good. I went out to dinner with my sister and my stepdad and my mom on Sunday. And, you know, we always believed in you. And although we had to show you some tough love sometimes and let go a little bit, we always thought you could do it. And we're so grateful we stuck by you because we love who you're becoming and we love who you're always meant to be. And I felt really good to hear. So nice words. How did you feel? It's hard for me to accept things like that about myself sometimes. I can accept the negative a lot easier than the positive. But, uh, you know, I really have put in a lot of work. Sometimes I get caught up in the day-to-day little things where I feel get frustrated or I feel like I'm not moving forward or I beat myself up. But overall, big picture, I feel like uh, I'm moving in the right direction. And I've, I've never been in a better place to mentally to deal with my physical illness now, you know? So it, like I said earlier, they go hand in hand. And I believe I can power through this together with my mental and my physical well-being intact. Awesome. And I think I'm going to become a better person for it. And, I, and, and it'll only help me understand. It's just another way of understanding people now. Now I understand what it's like to have diabetes. I didn't before. Now I do. So that it'll just help me connect with people on a deeper level. Wow. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you're a big part of my journey as well. So couldn't be here without you, Pat. <laughs> Thanks, man. And you're right about the little things. And I do too um, lose sight of that. My wife too helps me to rephrase some stuff when I'm talking negative about myself and just stop and no, no, can you rephrase that? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I try to develop that for myself as well. So at first you find it uh, annoying, <laughs> but no, she has all the rights that because good. Uh, when you have people around you, like your family that supports you, this is huge. What you said, your six year mark. And even now with that physical challenge that you have, that you're in better place to handle it because of all the steps you've done with your own mental health. Kudos to you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. Oh man, we'll end on that note. All right. We'll catch up next uh, episode. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sensitive content for some people. Hosts are not therapists nor doctors. Everyone's experience is different and valid. Find what works for you. If you or someone you know needs immediate mental health support, call 1-800-273-TALK-8255 or go to your local emergency hospital. Thanks to Bricks Royale for the music. Thanks to Notown for the mixing and editing. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you like what you heard today.